Hey, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Villalucci Podcast. Honest, uncensored, and unedited discussions about life and everything in it. So sit back, relax, and let's start the show. It's in the back. So what, are, what are we talking about? I'm well, this, for one. The, but I said to somebody, <laughs> is there a problem with that thing? No, it's fine. Right, yeah. I trust you. I let that problem go. Eh, problem. Right, so now I've got to deal with your shit because you haven't done what you've done properly. And I don't mean to slag him off because anyway... But yes, so, um, no, okay, I'm just talking about me having a go at people. But yes, I'm being punished now for <laughs> yeah. being... It's karma. Well, it's not because I was in the right. So it's other people. <laughs> well, oh, okay. So here we are. Sophie, yeah. um, how do you pronounce your surname? Goodale? We had this conversation. Yeah, yeah. This so conversation. I'm it's assuming you know everything about it now. Goodale. It's Goodale. Yeah, Goodale. Goodale. What else would it have been? Some people say Goodall. 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 Okay. It's Goodale. So, yeah. um, so we've had a bit of a mess around with the uh, technology, and so we're a bit pushed for time. But thank you for being so calm and. <laughs> I had good company. We've had okay. a great chat. We have. Yeah. That's what I mean, you yeah. sort of probably, do you know any, is there anything you don't know about her now? <laughs> That's what I said to you. I, I said you two can just chat now. <laughs> yeah. How if, because you've done so much stuff <laughs> in the media. Yeah. What do you do? You still class yourself as if you? How would you say yourself? Would you say like an executive? Would you say you're a PR? Would you say? I'll just say I'm a publicist and a TV. You producer. still sit with a publicist. Yeah. Um, so it, on your profile, you it said and you can't really trust online profiles, you'd sort of been associated with a lot of different types of people from the D... Was it D? No, the chefs and musicians. Yeah. And Presenters. Do you want to yeah. na- name people? drop anybody we might have heard of? Oh, God. This was back at the... This was years ago. Is this in this country or overseas? Because you went to this LA, This country, yeah. Um, gosh. Um, who, are, who have I worked with? Oh, who was the actress? You, um, Lindsay. Lindsay, Lindsay, Lindsay yeah. So which one's she? She Don't was in Herbie, wasn't she? She was Herbie. also Parent Trap, Mean Girls. She old? Was she no. in Herbie, Fully Loaded? Yeah, Am I making Herbie, that up? Yeah. yeah. It's just a new Her- Herbie film. She was the, she was the girl in Mean Girls. Not the old Herbie. She 70s. got Mean Girls. I don't know Remember what you're she's, Have you seen Mean Girls, no. the film? No. She's oh. the one who got done up. Is she the one that's in Avengers? No, I haven't seen her before. What films have you done? <laughs> How can you not have seen her? Well, I'm, I'm sort of removed from society. I don't really from watch society. TV or it's anything like that, so thing. I don't know who people are. Yeah, she was... Um, oh, it's hard to know the name. What, is she a singer or an actress? Actress. Oh, an actress. And what films she has she done? She can sing as well, actually. Oh, yeah? Mean and Girls actually, her younger nice sister, um, who I'm really close to, she launched her single yesterday, Aliana oh, wow. Lohan. Okay. Yeah. Lohan, that sounds like one of your names, doesn't it? From what, what is it? You're into Lord of the Rings. <laughs> no, you know the surname. What's the surname? Something like that in Lord of the Rings or The Hobbit. Rohan. Lohan. So I've where does that go? Is that Irish or something? She's a mix of Italian, Irish. Yeah. Yeah. Because what's your name? Oh, I shouldn't be talking to you. Got a mic. Terrible that is. Just <laughs> right, don't worry about that. Um, so the producer stuff. Yeah. What is it you've uh, been doing? Or up so to? when I was in LA, I worked um, on the Doctor Phil show. Did you go no, in 2014? You didn't. Did you go there? Too? Oh, you yeah. left at 2014, and I left um, 2017. Oh, um, what do you think about the LA thing? Well, I was talking to we, you about yeah. it. Yeah. You seem quite LA-ish. Uh, no, in a good way. That, <laughs> no, but that's not to from the outside. That's why I've got a very biased view of what an outside yeah. LA. When you're in it. I saw right. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna patch this up by oh. saying we were talking about how in London, yeah, people can get a bit offended quite quickly. Yeah, is that what you were getting at? Mind you, the Americans. I mean, I think no, I was thinking she's quite. Americans. She, you know, she's cool looking. She's ambitious. That's what I meant. I don't know about living with LA. So for the first year, I loved it, and oh. I think because I love the weather, the climate, and then it started to feel like I was living on the Truman Show. <laughs> oh really? And I was like, is everybody, are we like, you know, on a TV show right now? Right. It was bizarre. And yeah, I was on the outskirts of LA, so I never actually went into LA too much. Where were you? Malibu. Oh. Name dropper. I was, Mal- I was dating somebody <laughs> that lived Malibu's there. so boring. Yeah, like, no, I you like You drive that. at the PCH. Yeah, that's the, me, man. The beaches aren't even that nice. I, but I was working in nightclubs <laughs> at the time, so I was dealing with hell every night. And then yeah. I went there. And then like shadow lounge. And I'm on the beach. And it's just people that are nice. Yeah, no, yeah people, nice people. Everyone's sweet. The first day I was there on the beach, a couple come up to me, almost offensively good looking, like both of them together. And I thought, right, that's a picture postcard come walking towards me. And they were very nice, actually. So I shouldn't, shouldn't moan. 
bus sat there <laughs> and that was the first time I'd been to LA as well. Yeah. And because um, I, I put, well, put off going to America for years because I thought I wanted, when I go there... I Do you have a criminal record? No, no, nothing. I was clean. Right. Somehow, <laughs> <laughs> honest to God, if you believe in God, like, because for 15 years... Of, but um, Can you not get there if you do? No, they're really tight on that. Oh, okay. This, yeah. is, this is 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so when I when I got there, um, the person I was dating lived in Malibu. But to me, it was just like I oh, just got a I picture in my in my head what she would have looked like. No, the opposite. Not the opposite. But if I showed a picture of you, you wouldn't expect it. Really? Yeah. Well, she was black for one, so that didn't go down too well in the, the Malibu. But she was she worked as the um. That's another thing I couldn't deal. That's what I was saying to you. That's another thing I couldn't deal with. Um, LA, like the segregation of. Yeah, we went to... There's uh, no... You don't have... Like I was saying, like, one of my best friends is Sri Lankan. My baby's dad is Nigerian. A lot of my good friends are Nigerian, you know, Indian. In LA, do you, it was just like... We went to Santa Monica, which I thought would be quite liberal. Yeah. And we walked down the beach. No. And it's nothing like what I've seen from, like, 40 years ago on the TV. No. Yeah. And we was walking down it's the basic. road together. And she didn't want to go. And I wonder why. She's quite well-to-do. Yeah. And all I could he- keep hearing is... Black is beautiful too, baby. Uh, <laughs> and I thought, oh, we got to get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> and Venice is oh, a complete what? shithole. Yeah, well, I was expecting uh, something, but it's not like... It's like uh, Stanton. You know, it's... No, is that? Uh, Blackpool. Oh, really? I don't know. Okay. I've never been to Blackpool, but Venice is a shithole. But I like... See, I like Malibu because it was just the opposite. See, I like... Where I live, I like living around well, old people. Well, driving around it, all the, yeah. you know... Yeah, I mean, Pacific it's... Pacific Coast pre- Highway. Yeah. I mean, you walk, you drive. But there's everywhere. nothing there. Yeah, that's what I like. Old people's silence. That'll do me. Yeah, no, I know, I know what you're saying, but just in terms <laughs> I of... I nearly sold my soul that I've never done before. Nearly. It's the only time it's even gone through my head with like the magazine and everything because it yeah. was just getting going then. I just It started to become real. Yeah. And I was there for the first day. And again, I told, I'd always put off going to America, even though I had that as a place I'm going to get to eventually from living in a farmhouse. You see, why do people think that? Because yeah, when you actually what... go live there, it's like a... Yeah, of course. But you I know, ne- if you want to pay 850 bucks <laughs> plus for healthcare... Yeah, it's mental. You can shit in. And, and the ISIS there as well. Yeah, so I, again, this is what I'm saying mm. about the LA thing. I'm just seeing it from the outside. Mm. But when I was there the first day and when I sat on that beach, there's mm. a, like a cove where these restaurants are by, uh, I can't remember what beach it is. And yeah. um, when I sat there, there was a guy pulled up in a Bugatti Veyron. Right. So you're talking about a million pound car. And he was going to a dry cleaners and the car was sat there. And I sat on the beach and I thought, I could go up to him now. And this could be one of the moments where I go, look, I've got fuck all. I'm not no one. This is the first time I come to America. I'm trying to do this thing. Whatever it is you do, give me a year and I'll be your best worker and try and do things in America instead. And that went through my head as I'm looking at it. I'm thinking, that could work out. I just say, look, I'm from England. This is the first time I've ever been here. This is what I'm trying to do in England. I'm on my own. I can't tell anybody what I'm doing because it's mental. But maybe in America people understand. And I didn't because I thought, It'll There's probably a thousand people that have asked him the no, same thought, thing. Yeah, no, no, well, no. I thought that what I'm trying to do in terms of create something palpable that changes things, it would be too easy here. It's already been done. It's in England is the sort of where it hasn't happened yet. And because here it's just too much bullshit, the personal development and all that. And I thought, then I was thinking about going back to the nightclub that I had to do the next weekend and fist fights. And I thought, shall I do it? And I thought, I'll never forgive myself. If I did it, I'll always be insecure now that you bottled it from England and you came here to do it instead. Because I could have stayed there rent-free, but I chose to go back to England and live in a shared accommodation and work in the nightclub. And mm. I, was, I could have stayed there. I could have lived there for free. And I thought, no, this, I'll never l- forget that I bottled it and did it here. Um, but yeah, so what were your, what was after the second and third year of living there? Did you just stop to become dislike, disliking it? Like towards the end <laughs> of the second year, I was bored of it. You Bored, know, there's, really? there's only so many times you can drive up Sunset. <laughs> and Holly- Hollywood Boulevard is a shit Yes, yeah, it's, it's not what you think, yeah. Um, and people are just dating out there. I went to a Hooters bar. I was taken there, so I wasn't... <laughs> because, and I thought, what? I don't even know where the Hooters bar is. It's on the, it's in Holly- the, the strip with the hands. Oh, and right, that. yeah, Boulevard, and, um, Hollywood Boulevard. Which is quite tacky, that road. That's what I mean, it's a yeah. shit And the, the Hooters, I thought, oh, here we go, we're going to get some... And I thought, really? You? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it shouldn't be that bad. Is that still open? Is that still going with the Me Too and all that? Can you still have Hooters? I think it is, yeah. It's not, I mean, oh, it's... Oh, yeah. It's the thing is, they choose to do it. It's not like... But it's funny how things pick and choose to sort of, like, be offended or something. Do you think that would be the first thing to go for? Yeah, <laughs> It's so offensive. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so... But they're not actually topless. No, but... But it said Hooters. Did I make that word? No, Hooters. No, it is called Hooters. Yeah. 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 But it says what it is. Yeah. Yeah. 
He's made fucking shitloads of guy, hasn't he? Who who started? Oh, who was he? Is he part of something else? I remember watching a documentary on it, and he started with like one bar, and then oh right, and then it's just yeah. Well, what's his name? Mine's the Playboy. What was his name? Oh, um, Hugh Hefner. Hefner. I didn't like <laughs> that whole thing. I thought <sighs> loads of my friends went there for parties. Oh, really? But this to is the mansion. Yeah, when he died. Uh, so we might be having a, one. Would you get in the water? Executives for Playboy uh, on here next year. Uh, but anyway, so when I found out when he died, and I found out some stuff about him. You find out, oh, he was like... Um, a dirty old person. No, when he started out, like in all the racism and black people weren't allowed in the back in the clubs and all that, he was one of the people that got in a lot of trouble. So saying, fuck you, all my... Pres- oh, uh, pr- really? I didn't know the that. Front door. He was like proper huh. out there at the time for saying, yeah. fuck you. And after that, I thought, oh... I've oh, got a little respect for him then. Yeah, because yeah. especially back then, when you're young as well. Yeah. Um, I was watching that, because obviously I've got no reference point for what I was doing with the magazine then. I was sort of on my own doing it. I want to see about the English guy that started Penthouse, Gideon Varney or something like that, an English guy. And I thought, oh, it was great because I just watched it play out. Everyone saying, no, you can't. You know what you're doing. You've never done it before. It's not going to be this. You can't do it. And him having to sort of plough through the industry, which is a sweet, strange reference to use as somebody you'd look up to. Yeah. But no, not play, but Penthouse, which was the worst one. It was Penthouse. Yeah, it was the more X-rated. Don't know what I'm asking you. Um, I, I doubt she's even... Yeah, I was going to... Yeah, I'm just throwing sort of... But yeah, it was... It's it, also it, an age <laughs> thing. Yeah, I know yeah, what the exactly. mansion yeah. is. <laughs> I know what the mansion yeah. is. <laughs> I know what penthouse is. Yeah. So um, it it's another Playboy it's, it's, magazine. Yeah. It, is, it, it was worse though. It was because Playboy could still convince yourself it was about the articles because they did did have good writers. Uh-huh. But penthouse was like let's let's not piss about with the writers. Let's just do what it is. It's I could t- actually choke on these gold flakes, you know. Well, don't say that. No, that listen advertisers. <laughs> the, the the gold's uh, it's anti-inflammatory. Is actually my. F- I actually think it's pretty. It's pretty cool. It is and when it see if I had it in like a tall glass, yeah. The problem with drinking from a glass though is it settles. So in the bottle, when I was oh, drinking, because I had it last it time, you, you had to kind of. But if you keep it really it cool, time. you get it for half yeah. an hour. It sort of and sticks it kind in stasis. Of, oh really? Yeah, so it doesn't it move. Kind of freezes from the outside in. It's quite good. Right, listen, we're talking about war. So um, <laughs> yeah, yeah the, the, the TV work. Tell me some of the things. The Doctor Phil. Doctor Phil. Yeah. And I think the Doctor Phil was in Oprah Winfrey. Doctor Phil. Yes. The, the ball guy. Yes. Yeah. So has he got his own show now then? Yeah, it, he's the highest rated daytime talk show in America. Oh, so he's proper, and he did start on Oprah Winfrey. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. See, I didn't know that part. Yeah. I, just I didn't knew know if it was the show. same Doctor Phil because there was another yeah. Phil. He's worth wor- worth a lot of money. Oh yeah. And what's it, what's he moved into? Is it just medical stuff or is it life? He's not a real or? doctor. Oh, he's not. No. What was we talking about, Doctor, before? Oh, Doctor. Well, do, do, do. <laughs> we were talking about Doctor. He's Hill. also got a show on the side called The Doctors, which his son runs, which okay. is also in Paramount. It's like next the studio next door. Oh. Is his son actually a doctor? No. I don't, oh, I don't know, actually. Oh. So what's know. his show about? It's it coaching? Ba- no. So, for example, like, I'll tell you one of the shows I did. Um, oh, there's quite a few. Sh- it ranges from, like, the ridiculous to the serious. Like, there was one I did which... Um, there was a divorced mother and father who had a child who um, was transgender. Say that again. And she was like five years old. And tra- the kid? Yeah. And they were, the, the parents were broken up. And when she lived, when she was staying with the mum, she dressed like a boy. But when she stayed with the dad, the dad wanted her to continue dressing like a girl. So they're abusing wow. her, basically. So what Dr. Phil does, he brings the family on and then he talks to them. And, you know, he's, he, it's like a, it's like a talk show type. Thing. It's like an Oprah Winfrey, early Oprah Winfrey. Yeah, that's basically what it's like. So do you then meet the, the guests and everything so as well? what I did is, my job as a producer is, um, people write in, obviously, mm-hmm. and um, I kind of screen out which is going to be an interesting show. And then I call up the guests, and then we have them come fly to LA or wherever they come from. Um, and then we just make a story around it and produce the show. Because I've always wondered with that, because we've obviously got like Jeremy Kyle over here, right? Mm. So I mean, it's not, which is leap. not, not quite the same. Yeah. I know that, but I've, I've seen Jeremy Kyle a few times, and I kind of wonder: Do you get many people submitting, kind of, to be on the show, or do you also actively have to go out to kind of no, find this? You don't even have to actively go. So out. people There's want so to air their dirty laundry, you're, and on you're thinking about television. like middle and you can imagine what kind yeah. of people. Yeah. Well, that Jeremy Kyle thing, somebody not know that was on it. But he said it's a bit of a con. He said because what they do is they find poor people and they sort of say to them, do you have any problems with uh, depression really? and cheating? Because if you do, we've got, then they sort of go along with the lie. And they said that's a big thing. They can go... It's kind of feeding on insecurities. They, they go through like extras agencies 
and they contact like oh, star that now. makes it a complete dud then. But doesn't what they it? do is they say uh, so they go to somebody you know they look he looks like shit and then they'll email him and say oh, hi do you know anybody in your family that's sort of a little bit racist because we have got three thousand pounds and we can bring you down to London and then you go uh, you'll yeah. find someone yeah and that's what the whole thing is that's why you get so many because we'll be selling their dignity like yeah so that's what yeah it but I get paid on, on uh, no. Well. no no. I don't think they get paid on here anymore. They get the free flight. The, yeah. They'll probably yeah. stay in a hotel for I a mean, night. But for some people, that's like, yeah. you know. Yeah, of course. It's like, oh, and I'm on TV. Yeah, is exactly. Any, is there any of the shows that stick out in your mind that you enjoyed? The people, the show, the the react, anything that sticks out? Um, There was one show I did. Um, I can't remember where the people were from. And the husband had, he spent the whole time. Like, so, she, so she'd followed this big um, country singer. I can't remember his name now. My, my memory's so bad today. No. Keith something. No. no oh. I've used up all my repertoire. No one that we'd know. <laughs> but, um, and she was obsessed with him. So I convinced her that he was going to come on the show and meet her. Oh, what? And Ooh. she obviously didn't <laughs> tell her husband. Um, so she flew over, but then we flew the husband over separately. Yeah. And told him that she wasn't telling him that she was coming to meet this country star on the show because she thought they were going to get it together. Oh, Jesus. Oh. But then he spent his whole time flirting outrageously with me and telling me that oh, his wife smelled and da da da. Like, it oh. was just, it was, and it went into the sweeps, the November sweeps. It was, it was, you know, a massive show. But we do do a bit of <laughs> twisting the wow. truth. Of, yeah. And she walked out on stage and her husband was sitting there. Oh, my God. She and would have lost the Dr. it. Phil show? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Wow. But that's like. That, that must do something to your soul after a while of seeing people that are just like... Do you know what really bothered me? The people that would call up and be like, so my uh, my daughter's a heroin addict and um, I've sold my house now trying to fund her, her habit and we're now all homeless oh, and I really need Dr. Phil's advice. And I'm like, no, nope. what is wrong yeah. with yeah. you? Yeah, no, no, you, you need needed help a while ago. Yeah. <laughs> Those wow. types of people. Yeah. What other shows did you work on then? I only worked on the Dr. Just Phil the Dr. show. Phil. Yeah. So what, after you that finished, you came back to England then? No, I worked for a different company because the I enjoyed working on the show, but I did a season and that was enough. Oh. Um, <laughs> <My> spiritual, spiritually. <laughs> I was just quite opinionated right, yeah. um, about the hours we were working. And then Except my team you. became opinionated <laughs> and I think they realised, now oh, we need to get this one... Um, you do, I found you do have to click into place and just keep your gob shut in America, didn't you? It was before? seven days a week, 16 hours a day. What? Yep. Yep. Here's me, I was mentioning before, my yeah. long days. Do they have unions out nothing. there? Because everyone sold us. Um, yeah, There's America's no power. Like, no. It's just the executive. So. I mean, he's being sued by so many people. If you Google oh, really? Dr. Phil sued, like so many people are suing him for all kinds of like stuff. Like staff? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. There's a load of court cases going on. I mean, he's... He's and Oprah Winfrey, she's got her own show now. She's moved on to her own channel. Is it her own channel she's got? It's called Own, isn't it? Oh, that's right. Oh, she's got yeah, the, the buildings are off um, Sunset, I think. It Who's taken over from Oprah's spot? Is there one big like powerhouse chat show host? Ellen. <sighs> yeah, her Chelsea handler. Um, oh, yeah, the, the Wendy Williams show. They, they have all, I mean, there's so many of them, isn't there? Do you watch any American shows? No. Do you get all those in New Zealand, like Oprah Winfrey and... yeah. I've never been a massive TV watcher, though, okay. weirdly, because I worked as a journo for years. But, <laughs> yeah, watching Well, TV then you should be a TV I mean, watcher. Yeah, I know I should be, but I just... But you weren't low-level TV. But I was always, like, more interested in living my own life than... But what kind of journalism did you do? Just news, general news. Well, you should really be a TV watcher. Yeah, but I watched the news... <laughs> but I didn't watch like I wasn't an entertainment reporter, so no. I, I mean, if anything major happened, I heard about it by osmosis. But you know, we got we got those shows, but we'd get some like <laughs> the latest thing back home is Jeremy Kyle. Oh, he airs in New there. Zealand. Yeah. What do they think about like that, that thing? Oh, they're British all gone. <laughs> yeah. I thinks. mean, they do think what is this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is this <laughs> real? Because it live was now? Trisha <laughs> before, wasn't it? Yeah. I was talking about yeah. her the other day. She's been in the states. Yeah, she, what happened? She went there and now she's back. Yeah, I re- well, I, I spoke to her oh. via email when she was in this. When yeah, when I was. I was living trying to get her on the show. She vanished. She must have heard one of the shows. <laughs> 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 oh, no, no, because I wanted her on to talk talk about some important stuff. She looks fab at the moment. She does look good actually. She's yeah. come. She's, she's come back through at some shit. She's oh gone my some, god, like, she looks incredible. I saw it. Was it on this morning? 
I, don't, I haven't seen her. She looks fab. Do you know who we're talking about? I know. Yeah. She's got <laughs> hair all short and it's yeah. gone oh, blonde. Wow. She looks amazing. That's LA. You must have done that to her. Start lost, doing yoga. She lost a bit of... Yeah, she, looks, she looks really good. It's <laughs> weird how cities can do that. You go somewhere and you It's not something. true. What? People do eat carbs in really? LA. I've never, seen, I've I've never <laughs> not eaten carbs. <laughs> I can so many drive throughs there. I did. So the girl <sighs> I was dating was part of the... Um, uh, what's the women... Who, do Ju- I know Ju- her? No, you wouldn't know. It's uh, Junior League of America. You Is know? she English? No, she's American. Right. There's a thing... It's like women in business called the Junior League. And like if and everyone sort of volunteers to do this thing and they raise money. And I went to this um, auction, charity auction, where they're selling like £10,000 basketballs and everyone's in a silent auction and all that. <laughs> and when you're at the start, everyone's sort of walking around. And that's the only time when I'd seen weirdness where yeah. they just weren't normal human beings. It was the only time you'd seen weirdness in yeah, LA. But the rest of the time I was outside of LA. That was the only time we went into the Roosevelt Hotel. Call it I think Holly it Weird. Um, <laughs> and a woman did this thing where she said to me, what do you do? And I'm funny. I think, well, I'm not going to tell about the bloody magazine and all the best bit. I'm telling her, I'll say, oh, I did security. And as I finished saying that word, she turned away. And to me, I that know. was like, wow. I know. Like, that's yeah. that's, that's it. a real yeah, thing. That's, that's oh. it. Were you waving to me? Oh, was that, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> message yes. being passed along. Eventually, we released a dove to get my attention. Um, but yeah, that's a real thing. I saw a it woman is. turn away as I said, I did security. She just turned her head. I thought, well, I'm not telling you I'm doing a magazine. You like me or you don't. Yeah. But that doesn't go down well in a little bit. It's just because I said to the God I was with. She said, no, they'll, they, you, the first thing they ask you yeah, what is, do you what do? is it you do? What, what is it do? you do? And uh, if you can't help them, they'll just carry on. Yeah, it's, but that's real. Like, but that's like dating as well. No one, no one dates permanently. They're waiting for the next best thing or someone that oh, can hook them up with the something else. Right out of my mouth. And everyone's a bloody Uber driver there. Everyone's like, "Oh, I'm an oh, actress," really? but actually they're lying. They're living in a house of like five other people and they're driving Uber part time. Yeah. And everybody in England is like, "Oh wow, they, you got amazing life on Instagram." And and it's like bollocks. This guy shares a house of like five people and he <laughs> Uber drives. Yeah. Have you ever have you thought about jumping in front of the character uh, uh, ca- uh, camera? I have done a bit of that. Oh, like and you. there may be plans for me to do something like that. Um, Maybe. That means there are. Meeting next week about a couple we of go. things. Just Ooh, from my experience. Acting, presenting? No, I'm not acting. No. 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 Um, more kind of talking about my ex- the people oh, I've worked for, which yeah. is quite topical at the moment with the Harvey mm. Weinsteins. And what the about like a secret blog? Could you be one of those people? Like the hairdresser in LA that sort of writes on... But who would, who would give a shit about my secret blog? Really? Yeah. I bet you can say some But things. I could make more money not making it a secret blog, but making it into a TV show or documentary. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> just explained I what she's see. doing. Ooh. So what, have you got any like mate plans for like in 10 years? Is there like a master plan? Not to be living in the UK. Really? Yeah. Where, where were you looking? Not LA, not America? I mean, I didn't plan on staying in the UK when I left LA. Oh. I wanted to jump and go to like Cape Town. Okay. Where did you grow up? I, well, I I grew up in Norfolk. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're like, where the fuck is Norfolk? Oh, no, no, Norfolk. <laughs> okay, yeah. So um, I grew up in, oh, and I went to boarding school when I was 10 in Norfolk. Oh. And I was there till I was about uh, 15. And then... How was boarding school? Was it a negative or a positive? I've actually been asked to leave from every boarding school I've been to. <laughs> every boarding school. <laughs> How many were there? <laughs> Ran out. <So> three. <laughs> so, yeah. Yours is gym, so yours is boarding school. What did school. you want to do when you were younger? Um, I wanted to be a lawyer. Oh, okay. Um, and then I wanted to be an actress or a pop star. Doesn't every young kid yeah, do? Yeah, I suppose, yeah. I mean, Fame you want is what you wanted. No, I didn't. No? I didn't. And you know, when I got my job, and this probably sounds really weird, when I got my job with Max Clifford, um, <laughs> the way it worked was I got, I got called in for an interview and I went and met him and sat down and spoke to him and he basically said to me, well, I hire on instinct and I like you. You, you can start on Monday, love. So I was like, oh, cool. New job. <laughs> Told a couple of my friends, oh, I'm working for this guy called Max Clifford. And they were like, what? And I was mm. like, yeah, yeah, I start on Monday. I didn't have a clue who he was. So this is after the problem. I had no idea. Funny enough, I was going to write a letter to him um, because I had nobody to go to with all this stuff I was doing. I thought, well, nobody's talking to him anymore. Let me find out what prison he's in. And I'll just say, look, I'm trying to do this bloody great big thing. It takes a lunatic to sort of understand what it is I'm trying to do. <laughs> He wasn't a lunatic. No, but I mean, somebody just was would listen to anything. There was no yeah, w- yeah. that weird. But then he died. I was like, oh, sod it. I think his daughter's got a, a practice now, hasn't she? Or there's a, is it still carrying on? Oh, no? Oh, okay. <laughs> the whole empire has <laughs> collapsed. <laughs> oh, so your, your lawyer days, nothing happened? You didn't... Do you know what? Any... I think I should have done that. 
No, why? Yeah, because it probably would have been a bit more Are you disappointed with the way things have... No, I just think... More interesting. I think, you know, PR nowadays, and unless there's so many people who claim to do PR, right? And I've never done the normal traditional PR. Right. Because if you're tr- pretty much trained by someone like him, it's a different type of PR. So I'm more kind of like um, crisis management and looking at, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Normal PR bores the shit out of me. Yeah, it's like a photographer. Everyone's got it on their profile. And I also think what with social media nowadays... People can PR themselves. Yeah. So unless you've got someone who's really good at managing a profile of a, you know, a high profile person or and knowing crisis management, you know, knowing how contracts works and stuff like that, you're pretty much out of a job. So what was your first step into PR? Like where would that? So go I did some acting when I was younger. I did, which is so random. I did some period dramas. Apparently, okay. I had the look for a period <laughs> yeah. drama. Um, and I studied uh, media and stuff like that at right. university. Um, and the first job I got in PR was financial. PR uh, and advertising. Hmm. So PR for financial companies? No, it was actually, it's for a, for a long time friend of mine, a guy called Richard Thoban. He's got like a financial PR and advertising company. Yeah. Um, and he oh, gave okay. me a job, um, but I was a nightmare. And then, but if you're working <laughs> for people that are well known, do they come to you? Um, what is, as I, as I, as, grew, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and it's like Max says, not that I hold him in any whatever. He's someone I work with. It's something that always sticks in my mind. He said he never pitched for business. Right, yeah. yeah. And I think when you when you work hard and what you do is important to you. And, and the thing with, with me, I think most people say, is I'm very honest. I don't bullshit. <clears throat> Even if you don't want to hear it, I'll tell you the truth. Yeah. Because that, that's just how I am. And I think, especially in that type of industry, people really appreciate that especially journalists you know mm. when they, you're ringing them up and you're telling them something like they don't have to double triple yeah you know yeah. they're like well Sophie will give us like you know maybe there's a little spin on it but she's giving us a <laughs> right yeah and I think that the industry you know you've got so many club promoters pretending to be PRs and managers yeah. I just think the whole thing's become wishy-washy yeah I think you have to you have to become you have to find your what they call it USP niche. like there must be something specific and folks when I was putting the magazine together I don't know how much you know but anyway so I was, I was putting magazines together and it was supposed to be <clears throat> no adverts so I could just say what I wanted to say from the life I'd led I knew what was not bullshit and what was bullshit yeah. but then everyone around me was saying oh you can't say this you can't do that because the money this and I was thinking yeah. and eventually times changed it took so long yeah. to put together mm-hmm. that now it's become the thing where people go oh, I really like the fact that you're not wearing advertising you can yeah. just say what you want to say so it's sort of like time. What it, oh, Malcolm X used to say, you have to wait for the seasons to change, and eventually you find that you have to. But wait I just think it. be true to. I mean, but honesty, that's that's a commodity. That's a good thing to have that, that sort of a proclivity to just be honest. I, I would. Would you rather someone be honest with you? Yeah. So that's why I don't know how. It but so wasn't many like people that. like. I mean, I occasionally have the old fallout with friends because mm-hmm. they're like, dude, you know, just pull back, like you know. But then the good friends are the ones like, I would rather you tell me the truth yeah. than bullshit me. Yeah. And I'm one of those people. Yeah. Like maybe, you know, you have to learn how to give it. Maybe that's something I've learned. You know, you just have to not quite be so. Well, yeah. Some people are more sensitive than others. Some people A lot of people are more that. sensitive than others. That's <laughs> yeah, another that's what thing you want to do. You want to shave people off. I'm like, what? Yeah, like, okay. why do you have to stroke everybody? Yeah. Just well, fucking tell the, me how when, it is. When I started this Great. podcast, I was originally just going to, the first show... I was just going to say every swear word going because I thought it would just <laughs> yeah. clear all the arseholes yeah. off. Yeah. Oh, I'll go without the listeners for a long the, while. They call it snowflakes, don't they? Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you know one person on TV, I know he, people love hate him, is Piers Morgan. And I love Piers Morgan because he just says it how it is. Yeah. Like, the only person I don't like that does that, who's the restauranteur? Gordon Ramsay. Oh, yeah, Gordon. Because I saw some shows, I saw him on the TV, I was in the thing, and he was on, I thought, oh, he's playing up to it now. No, but do you know, if you lived in LA for three years... Oh, is he living out there now? No, like me, oh. you would appreciate the way he speaks to those people <laughs> on that show. What was it? Kitchen Nightmares. But it's offensive. Like, I was in a queue and I was watching this thing, and they'd set it up so they got married, and they didn't know they were going to get married in the restaurant. I thought, no, come on, man. That's not... Don't. That's offensive but to them. But then he's known, he's known for using the F word, so maybe he plays on that part of his oh, character. I think, yeah. I think with someone like him, his whole empire is built on him being him, so he has to accentuate it. I bet you if you spoke to him in person, he would still have an element of that, but it would be at a more kind of digestible level but the thing is is he would do that and sell your soul a little bit or it's not going to be the show's no show so you sort of have to yeah. make the but isn't it about just being true to yourself <clears throat> yeah but it's true yeah. it started off true and now he is playing up to it he's shouting needlessly at people and you go come on I remember when I was like 15 and I was expelled from my last 
boarding school, <laughs> my mum said to me, you know, Sophie, you shouldn't stop being so opinionated. Not everybody, you know, wants to hear what you've got to say. Play the game. And I remember thinking oh, to myself... get down onto no, one knee. That's what they're I'm saying. I'm not playing the fuck. I'm yeah. going to be me. Yeah. And if I, if I fall, then I fall because I'm being true to myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think too many people are too scared. They, they play that little tiptoe. I can't stand people. I've had there. people that I could have had on the show that I should have been glad to have on the show and they won't come on because it's not unedited. And I never even thought about yeah. it. I thought because... We They've got something to hide then. But that's the thing. You're, you're, it's exactly. like we're talking to you. So unless there's something you think you're going to say, and they, I don't think they would have, but they're just so... They want to be seen in the right... Yeah, everyone has to present perfection. Or copy approval. Or nothing. But then, mm-hmm. you, like I said before, you create it, you make it harder for the person behind you. You can say, okay, I live in a world where everything, you can't say this, you can't do that. Okay, but then understand that you're part of the problem because people coming behind you are going to look at you yeah. and go, well, you can't. So you literally cause the problem. Mm-hmm. So you have to go, no, look, because I'm not going to say anything offensive or homophobic or racist, but I might swear or be a bit crude. Mm. But that's how human beings talk. So I'm not part of the f- bullshit that yeah. gets sold to the kids growing up. Yeah. <clears throat> so when people say, like, I'm not going to do this, I just don't even ask you to speak to them anymore. Oh, well, why can't we just edit it or can I just see it before? And I think I I'm s- so against the way you are that it counteracts anything you've yeah. done. Yeah. Because Look, you only live one life. You've you got to be who you are. You don't want to live your life being something that Yeah, I don't, just don't even understand it. Because how do you go through life like that? Going, well, I better not say this. I better not say that. But you see, be you and I probably have quite similar characters. Like, that goes against everything yeah, I, don't know, how you, I don't know how you could... But some people, that's how some people live their life. Oh, God. I had somebody, right? Mm-hmm. I had somebody on the show who got offended because I, I said something that I had overheard, but the fact I'd repeated it offended them. And what? I thought, I said to them, but oh. you're, you're offended at something I've heard. Yeah. So that was the end of that. And everyone spoke, well, I don't want to get into that. Those people, you, you, you just... Yeah, but that's my thing. It's just filtering people moving, off. I just filter like, people yeah. off, filter people off. And there's the amazing <laughs> thing with London and these big places that we live. Someone doesn't like it, there's another one. <laughs> and there's another person. Yeah, there's the, another... Again, there's so many people here. You make it... It's the, you I don't mind But them. there is so many people. But I don't know whether you, you feel the same way. And like I was saying yeah. earlier, it's actually quite a small... It, it seems like it's big. Maybe for me, it's massive. For you, <laughs> but for me, especially the industry I worked in, it's yeah, it's yeah, fucking tiny. If you get stuck yeah. in an industry, yeah. And I was also saying this: what I found in in LA, I don't know whether it's a whole of America because I haven't lived in the whole, you know, different. But mm. we were saying, weren't we, that um, here in London, you get very much put into a box in what you do in a career. Whereas in LA, when when I um, got asked to be a producer at the Doctor Phil show. I didn't have any producing experience. Right, yeah. But the, the girl there who was one of the exec producers, she was like, oh my God, you would be so good. Da, 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 da. And I was like, well, I don't know how to. And she was like, you'll be fine. You're, you know, it's not that different to be a publicist. You'll pick it up. I, yeah. I know you'll be. Whereas here, you'd never get that kind of opportunity. And that's what I found really frustrating here in London before I moved to LA. Right. Because, and I was saying to you earlier yeah. when you were talking about what you've been doing, sometimes if you get somebody who hasn't got that straight yeah. l- line background, you might find something pretty amazing that might be even better than that person who's just towed the straight line. Yeah. Well, I remember I was listening to a podcast a couple of weeks ago and they're talking about American shows and they're saying they're, they're more willing to take risks on yeah. who you are on an original story where here yeah. you've got to sort of have yeah. proven where did you study what school did you yeah. go yes, back to this is what we were saying because when I when I, first, <laughs> when I was putting the magazine together again and I was just going to publishers and yeah. people that run CEOs and and they would ask me like they wouldn't read anything about where I'd been or what my life no. And I'd sit there and they'd go, so what university did you go to? And I'd go, oh no, they haven't listened to anything. So then when I say, look, to be honest, you know, I slept in a bin once when I left home. I had nowhere to go. I couldn't read. And then they're not listening to nothing about the magazine. They're just concerned with... Which to me is, if you look at some of the people that have achieved the most in their life, I mean, look at Richard Branson. He didn't even finish high school, did he? Yeah. Like, you can't like, yeah. Shit. If I spent my life being judged on what I did as at university, <laughs> I mean, f- yeah, it's really weird. But it, <laughs> like I said, it's t- here. It is that thing you've got to have the whole line, the storyline behind you of yeah. where before you. But get you know anything. that's why we probably don't produce people like they do in America. Yeah, because nobody takes a risk on nothing. Absolutely, so you, you become it becomes a self fulfilling prophecy. Um, but I, I remember, I, so one of the people, I've got to stop name dropping. So one of the people that helped me, um, I just went up to the offices and knocked on the door. I've probably said it before and said, can I see the, the main guy? And he said, yeah. And he went, I went up. 
And, and then I was saying to somebody else who was trying to get an internship at the company, how did you meet whatever his name is? I said, literally, he's one of the people just went up to the office and I said, can I speak to him? And I just walked in and he showed me around and then we had a chat. And I said, so why don't you go and do it? And she was very attractive. As well. I said, listen, I've walked in there looking like an ape. I said, you should at least, you're fucking beautiful. Go, oh, I better not know. And I was thinking, as I'm talking to her, I'm thinking, I've literally told you. I said yeah. to her, we're five minutes from where we are. It was in Piccadilly. Yeah. I said, the head office is five minutes from here. And this is hustle. But I said, and I know he's single. So were you walking in? Just use what you got. Right, so. But that's when it comes down to character. Yeah, but she, she didn't have the strength of character I and the balls. The thing. Yeah. Even though she probably had everything yeah, else, everything. she'll never fucking get I there. I said, I'm literally exactly. saying to you, I've done this thing, and he's over there, and you're going, no, because I'm thinking, oh my god. Do you to me, it. I think to myself, she doesn't even fucking deserve it. Well, that's why yeah. there are certain people. It's not actually before we start the podcast, talking to Peter about like you have to if somebody you get advising somebody. This all say good saying about personal development. Come and help me. But you might not be the personality because there's people like me sat in a, a sh- shitty flat on my own with no TV, just a computer screen, thinking about my dreams. And if you've got a nice life, and it, you, you've got to understand you're against those people that are willing to not go yeah. to sleep. Exactly. So yeah. some people, even though you want to help and they're nice, you go, it's not going to work, mate, no. because you might have some things. It's but, character, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, because other people, you're fighting against those other people. And there's, there's lunatics who do not care about your, their family. They don't care about eating or yeah. living. They don't care about showing off or we going out. We were saying out. that about acting, That's weren't we? <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, if you, if you haven't got a degree, degree. you're saying in acting then they won't take you on. Whereas we were saying Harry Potter, which is one of the biggest selling, I mean, I've never yeah. watched a full one myself, but all those kids, they didn't come from acting schools, did yeah. they? They were children. Twice in my life. Well, so we, I, after did the magazine, we put the podcast again and I said we was going to do the filming, put the pilot together. Yeah. Didn't know what I was doing. I just got a job on a film set and there's a clean or something to watch it. A security driver. And I realised it was a lot easy. And then when I was going to do it, somebody said, well, do you know how to act? Do you know how to direct? And I was thinking... So oh, I can learn. Yeah. So then I started doing it and somebody said, oh, how do you... Uh, yeah, she's an actress. He said, oh, how did you know? To? And I'm thinking, I don't know what the problem <laughs> is. What was the problem with that? Tell me what, what I need yeah. to say. I think I'll as long it. as you've got the determination, mm. the ambition and the drive. But I think, so I've sat with an actress who had come out of acting school for something else. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at her thinking, you haven't got a fucking clue about human beings yeah, or how to act. So yeah, you yeah, now have to become an actress. So you have to, my eyes go up here. And Weren't they saying there. at one point, wasn't some casting director, I'm sure I read about it at some point, was saying he wanted to choose people who hadn't been to drama school. Yeah, because you act naturally. Yeah. Or if you felt emotions, you you carry that with you. I, so you, yeah. you implicitly know what that feels like. If you've gone to school and you did that and then you come out and everything was great and your mum and your dad and, your, and now you have to act in, in terms of pain, you've got nothing to rely on other than movements. No. But yeah, life it's is... It's like wooden, isn't it? It's wooden. Yeah. yeah. So when I, said, when I started filming and there was some stuff, I've tried, I, I was not rude to people, but I said to them, look, it's a mockumentary. But I realised you have to have confidence to act, to not act. Yeah, But yeah. when you're taught that but it's really like it takes years to get people to think that because you have to try and act you go no life and i'm talking to you is nothing yeah that's how people look when you yeah. start going and you go that's not how people it, look but it doesn't look real it doesn't feel real that's what i mean yeah. but they can't they've got no emotions to pull from yeah, so yeah, you have yeah. to rely on what you've been told of how to move yeah but life is doing nothing it's boring it's so when i was filming said i said feel fine to have just pause and think. Don't What's that movie with, um, and I can't stand him, Idris Elba. I don't understand the hype around him. Like, I do not like oh, him Oh, the black fella, yeah. Oh, I like him. Oh. No? I don't no. know. I'm so bad with names. There's, and then we keep going on about him being Bond. I'm like, there's so many other Bonds I put yeah. apart from him. What was that movie? I've completely gone out of my head and it's one of my, this is my brain is not so dead Not the science today. one. No, the, the one, um, oh, I don't know what it was it's called. It's a massive one. What happens in it? I'm not um, talking about the, when he played, what's his name? The, the, the oh in God. jail how can, no how can I not and all the kids all the kids were like street kids that played in the um, Abraham Attar was like the main kid in it oh not some dog millionaire yes no that's no. the, the um, oh it's got kids was it about the Brazilians no where's it set that's you guys so annoying. Let me just, internet? Anyone? Yeah, let me Google. Anyone Peter, know? do you know what we're talking about? No. No. When I say the name, and, and all those kids were street kids, and it's such a... F- They're not a Brazilian film I'm thinking of. No. The Gangs of Brazil. No. Who, who did you, no, oh God, who did you play that was in Come Out of Jail? 
God, my brain. I is don't just... even show you Idris Elba is. <laughs> oh. Anyway, I'll just. You don't need to know. <laughs> I mean, he's like whatever. Um, oh my goodness! But I like him because he's not playing the movie. Oh, Beast of No Nation. Oh, I've never heard of it. That's... Have you not watched that movie? No, I don't really. I've only literally just started going <laughs> to see films, so it's not. Oh my god! So what was wrong with him? Head at this. It is. And the, all the kids um, on the cast, I think they were street kids. Oh, I think well, I watched something about this. It yeah, won yeah, so right. many things. And they were f- they were brilliant because, like you said, they were drawing from yeah. their There's, life. Yeah. It, it was their, you know. That's my thing with acting. It. It's like if you have, you're literally just copying and like putting emotion to a character. And you have to have, to do it with conviction, to be fair, you have to have had an element of life experience yeah. to be able to go. But you can this see is what in it somebody's like. eyes when they haven't got that pull to res- yeah. lots of reserve the reserve yeah. of uh, uh, emotions. That's why I'm like so the whole acting so when, school when thing. I, I'm like when mm. I put together the mockumentary that we're filming, all these different people. I specifically got people that had never done it before, yeah. but. I like their personality. They were the type yeah. of people that were hard yeah. on themselves. You know, they never felt good enough to insert. So I just found with well, a model there and an actor there, but he'd never actually done anything. But they were frustrated. And I thought they're good, but they just need somebody to sort of let them out. Yeah. But they're not people that have sold their souls. Yeah. That's why they're always going to struggle. So you find these little diamonds of people that, and then you just let them go. And you, so, so that's a couple of them were worried about and never having acting before. I said, just mm. be you. Just be, yeah. you, get as near to you as and possible. Sometimes that's when you find the raw talent. Yeah. So we've got this collective really? of amazing yeah. people in this show yeah. that are like, <laughs> it's, it's like a freak show. <laughs> but it's just, but they've never had, but they're great. Like you just have to go go, and then they're, they're fantastic. But they've yeah. never had any experience. But I remember the glaze in that girl's eyes that I sat with, and she actually said the words to me because I was trying to talk to her about somebody I knew from when I did security for prostitutes and things like that. Yeah. And I was talking to her. She was shocked. She was mortified. And I was trying to explain to her conversations because you don't know what low life level is because I've been around. I'll tell you what the bottom is, like the worst parts of it. And you'd meet amazing people. Yeah. Yeah. And I was trying to explain to her somebody I'd got to know well who was, she was at school doing escort work at night and going back to school the next day. And we were talking, she was studying art. She wanted to be a graphic designer. Mm -hmm. And we're talking about, she teaches me about women's lib and this and that. She's got to go to school the next day. And I was explaining to her and then she was saying to me, well, I think she's got to have major troubles because this and I'm surprised this. And, and then she said to me, well, I'm an actress and I know people. I'm thinking you're 22 years old. You've just come out. Oh, I love it when people <laughs> are really young who go, you know, I've experienced but a lot the of look, life. And I'm like, the look in her eyes of just like, <laughs> look at judging me as if like, you, I don't think you really know what you're talking about. No. And I thought, oh God, but that, <laughs> but yeah, so the, the people, but the, the, just even putting the show together. Like we've, I spoke before about um, somebody I looked around, like people that had no experience of making anything, and you yeah. just start doing it and just figure it out on the fucking, oh, on the way. And um, is it not life? Some guys in America that <laughs> did the show where they just got a camera and they said we had no, and they won all these awards. Yeah, and they had no. Oh, was that the? It's called the Dirties. Oh Don't no, it's like the catfish people. Oh, Look how massive that MTV show came, and that was all on the basis that that guy went online, didn't he? And someone pretended to be someone they weren't and then when he met up with that person so then him and his brother made this documentary and it just it was massive on MTV well these guys said we said we wanted to make a film and um, we didn't have any money we never acted before we had no experience so they made a film uh, uh, um, a film about two people with no money and no experience trying to make a film and then it just went off and won all these awards and they said but because nobody was paying attention to us and we had no money we could get away with doing stuff yeah. that we didn't need a big budget to shut, shut yeah. strings so before when they did um, a car chase scene through LA he said, if we had done that with money, we've had to shut the whole thing yeah. down. He said, so we just did it when there was we'd nobody around. we have to get around. permits. Yeah. Mm. And I had the same thing when I was shooting for the magazine. I went through about three photographers telling me about all the permits I needed yeah. to shoot in London. Yeah. And in the end, I just got sick of it and I just turned up and I took the photographs and I thought, oh, I wasted four months listening to people that know too yeah. much. Yeah. So that all they see is the issues. Everything has to be perfect. But it stops people doing stuff. Yeah, it does. So that's why when I said I put the magazine together with no money, no experience, I sent it, I want to do something so big and so ridiculous with so many people that you can, you could always point to it and go, well, if I can't do it, how did he fucking well do that? Yeah. Because you've got the magazine, all the people, and the, let alone the podcast and the filming and the pilot. To this day, people said to me, how did you get that location? How did you do that? I said, just knock on doors and say, can people kind of use your location? I'm not going through location companies. And, and do, yeah, do you know what? People are more likely to, to be s- like, yeah, sure, it's cool. We, like, needed, you know? yeah. we, we needed a big house because the guy I'm supposed to play, my manager is very successful, so we needed a balcony and all that. So when we got a place, I said, well, it's taken me two years of work to get there. I just don't tell people. But what I did is write letter after letter after letter 
because I believed in the science of it all, just bombard with play the numbers game, bombard everyone. I was paying estate agents to look for places that were empty. I was people that worked delivery drivers. I was giving their money for anybody they, they went to and it was a nice house and they were friendly. And then there's going to be some people that, you know, she's a retired actress or, you know, and, you know, I ended up getting like six different properties that I could have chosen from. But you just, if I'd have gone through a location company and they want a thousand pound deposit to look for it, you think, but you've learned all this shit. Yeah. It doesn't need to be that way. Now, it's taken me a long way around to do it because I had to do it on my own. I had to be the first person to go and do all this stuff. But the idea was that when I started out, I was thinking, the whole world's wrong. Like, it's all wrong. What you think is all these rules. Yeah, but people, this is what what I'm saying about, like, people in these boxes and they can't, but they, they've inherited that. It's not that yeah, they've inherited a, it from the cowards before. Yeah, and uh, if anybody tries to be outside that box, you're the weird one. Yeah. Someone, for example, <laughs> with my mum, who's like, why don't you just want to you know, get married and have kids? <laughs> well, that's what I've said to you before um, about I was actually lucky to have nobody in my life. No one. It's just me in the dark yeah. because they kill you with their love. People around you, if you've got too many people that love you, will try and... I don't even think it's a love you. I think like they have like these aspirations for you which are their aspirations that they're trying to put on you oh yeah that's quite explicit and if you're a strong character you'll be like but i think that yeah. there's more you could have you could be a struggling actress but the the world will get into you somehow so eventually your boyfriend will say look there's somebody that's got a job why didn't we save some money and do that next year they'll get to you somewhere but because they care about you and somebody that's normally balanced minded mm. doesn't well, want you're trusting you to be your own poor. intuition as well aren't you yeah, but they don't. Un- they haven't got the thing in them where it's I have to do it. Yeah. It's not because they're looking at logic in their brain. But they'll eventually get to you if you're around people like that. You know, you got your family members, your friend, your boyfriend, your girlfriend. Eventually, they'll say, "Why don't we do this next year?" Or, I know you're you like doubts, do yeah. seeds of doubt, and it will get you. If someday you'll be broke, something have gone wrong, you'll have never had a. But that's audition. what I mean. You just working on your own intuition and your gut feeling, yeah, which something. is the right thing to do. Yeah. Um, Right, so I think time's uh, getting on a bit. So we've had very short time because I've had to run across London to get some... Uh, yeah, and actually, I should just say, look, some technical problems happened. Yeah, yeah actually, just to show that it's, nothing's perfect. We had a problem with the wire, so I had to go into central London on Sunday afternoon to collect the wire and come the highway back. The guy in the shop... Oxford right, Street of all places. Yeah, Shaftesbury yeah. Avenue. It's just off of there. I had to park Not just... Not fun. <laughs> like, like the mayor has pulled up and just got the fuck out. Probably at the time of all the mess. I said to the guy, well. how much is the thing? He went, 15 quid. I said, have you got anything cheaper? He went away. He said, this is 22 quid. It's not cheaper. Right. I th- in my head, I'm thinking, I haven't got time for this. Just give me that. Yeah, you just want to, yeah. Like, the stupidity. I haven't got time to deal with even what? bringing it up. Exactly. But if I filmed it, you wouldn't believe that. Like, I it, mean, it's you, so I probably would have believed it. If you I filmed the last week, if I found you, I nearly got, right, so there's two things. I nearly got <laughs> kicked out of the cinema again. Well, not again. <laughs> But if I filmed it, no, because I always end up looking like the bad person and I care about everyone. It's never me. That There's happens no me. to me as well. Right, but people are fucking disrespectful bastards and it's not about impoliteness. <laughs> they're fucking disrespectful. It's like they're nudging you to start a fight. So what did they do? No, it takes too long and I always end up being, so forget it, I'll, I'll talk about it another time. Because it, it went on for about an hour. I ended, ended oh. it with sarcasm because it went so bad that I ended up just laughing. Sometimes that's the best way. It's just like, but it was it got to the point where it's so ridiculous that I had to be sarcastic rather than anything else. The thing is that that's usually lost on them though. The fact you're being sarcastic. Yeah, I just have to let the steam out. They just don't even understand that's what's happening. But at least it's going to amuse him. Yeah, true. That's the best thing. At least you can walk away amused. It was weird because it got really bad, and halfway through it got so bad that I thought, oh, this is like a joke. This is funny. Like if this is a camera, so it's sort of. That's when you almost get hysterical, isn't it? (laughs) Just laugh because you just get hysterical about the whole thing. Something happened the other day, and I'm not going to go into that. (laughs) Um, But anyway, yeah. So right, so I'm really, really sorry about the the, how late things were today, but I really appreciate it. Um, Fine. Is there anything? So you can't say anything more about stuff you've got coming up. No. So you're doing your own thing now, though. This is the yeah. Uh, well, I have been for a long time. Okay. But you know, maybe when I'm you're utilising your past now for your. <laughs> well, we'd be the first to know when you can say. Well, don't put that on her, but <laughs> it would be nice to think so. Send us a. Well, like, I sort of owe you a favour now from, and my favours are sort of. There's no expiry date on my favours. Oh, good. And they're universal. <laughs> so I'll the, hold you, you to if it. The, if the car's broken down. Okay. You need to remove something from your house. So before, if you've got a dead body, I might have to ask yeah. a few questions that yeah. you need to get rid of. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I'll ask a few questions then. But other than that, it is genuinely universal. So you can, I, because I, I felt m- I was mortified with the problem. Listen, you co- these things happen, right? Crisis management. So you're used to it. So you're not too yeah. bad. In fact, you're the only person I've ever met 
from doing anything I've ever said that when I said about do, doing the podcast uh, that I usually have to run around people and do whatever mm -hmm. they want to do it first thing in the morning got it for the light I've got to do it mm -hmm. and you said to me because uh, uh, I said what time are you free and you said in the morning and I said you said how long does it take to put together and I said oh, about an hour and she said I sort of use the word she but you said <laughs> that I'll do it later on because I don't want you have to sit, get in there too early no, no one's ever Aww. said those words ever. You see, I can be nice. That's yeah. really nice. That's, yeah. that's maturity. Like, that's yeah, I also wanted a problem. nice breakfast, didn't you? But you know, that's <laughs> that's also thinking about myself. Would I want to get somewhere for eleven o'clock in the morning if I know I'm going to be there? Would I? Would I've I want someone to put me in that situation? I've no. arranged things so it's difficult to record, and they've turned up late to the thing that we'd been there to record for them at that time. And you can't say anything because you know no one's getting paid. But anyway, right, so I'm going to let you go. Um, <laughs> Human decency. Yes. So uh, I'd like to have you back on because there's a few questions I want to ask you, but we take us down some uh, other alleys. But I really do appreciate uh -oh. the... <laughs> We're going to do a later night one. And then we can I, really talk about I've specifically stuff. got a, a dark <laughs> version of the logo to put on because there's people I wanted to talk to. Because I've been really well behaved today. But I think we have to get the numbers up before I can actually talk to the people I want to talk to in the way I want to talk to them. Because when you start, you've got to be pretty careful. But there's some people and subjects I want to attend to. Because to me, it's like, fuck you, society, because you're all hypocrites. So I want to shine a, f a light in the face of hypocrites to talk about stuff. Even yes. like I've said before, like people that work in prostitution things, that well, the, the dignity they live with, I admire out of all these other people I've met. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah. It's about being real. But the problem is yeah. other people yeah. don't want to do the show when they, other people have been on. So it gets fucking weird. Oh, I know. Yeah, I, I understand that. It's mental. That. It's fucking mental. Um, and then they want, they want copy approval. They want to listen to it before you air it. And yeah, they want I've, to edit it. it. I said, I said to before. Which is what I was going to ask you. Can we, can we edit it? This <laughs> I, I had it? to say no. no. Of course I was going to say <laughs> he knows. Well, I, the, the pressure got let off straight away when I said to you. You looked about a bit show. worried there for a second. <laughs> yeah. no, because when when I first spoke to you, you said, "Look, I'm very honest," and I thought oh, I can relax a bit. <laughs> but anyway, so thank you very much. I really do appreciate, it. and we will definitely yeah. have you back on so I can go over things in more detail. Cool. You've been thank listening you very much. to the Via podcast, recorded in London with your hosts Tom Wienerhan, Theo X, and myself, Shani and Darren. To get in touch with the show, go to vialucci.com and follow the links. So, until next time, be good to each other, be good to yourself, and have a great day. Watching shadows on the wall, and the boards on the screen that's cold. I'm in the corner with my head in the dream. To myself, I quietly think so many things to get you all. In the cup, in the scarf, and take another drag of my cigarette. And I don't mind if the sun don't shine. Body weather suits me fine. Pour another glass of wine on the board tonight. I think I'll be a superstar.